pastors of churches, members of churches. Plenty of families are there. They, they want to be accepted. They want to be loved. They don't want to feel shame. They don't want to feel um, that they're not accepted. Thank you for joining us for the Blended Kingdom Families podcast. This podcast is for blended families, the people who love them, and anyone who just wants to improve their marriage and family relationships. BKF exists to break the cycle of divorce, equip marriages, and unite blended families with the truth of God's Word. It is our hope that today you will receive biblical guidance and practical resources that will bring unity and peace to create your thriving, healthy home. Let's jump in. Hey guys, welcome to the BKF Podcast. Scott and Vanessa are here with you today. If you haven't already, please take an opportunity, like, share, comment, subscribe. If you're listening on Audible, you know that you can get the full video format of this podcast on YouTube. Go to our channel and subscribe. Yes. So... And you guys, we are so excited. Uh, you know, today we're going to be talking kind of about a more sensitive uh, topic that it really doesn't get talked about a whole lot mm-hmm. inside the church um, and, you know, or on podcasts. You know, it's just not a topic that's really talked about. And it's blended families in the church. And um, we, you know, we're in our book writing season. Most of you know, we have a book that is launching spring of 2022. We Mm -hmm. are so excited. Um, And one of the chapters that we're currently working on and editing through, um, we were, you know, yesterday we were working with our editor and, um, you know, making some corrections and stuff. And we we were on this topic and um, it just, Lord just really laid it on our heart. We just want to be able to provide just some insight from other blended families that we've been able to coach Mm -hmm. and speak with through the Blended Kingdom Project, other pastors that we have talked to. and just people in the church community um, about this topic and just said, shed some light on it. Yeah, and for those who are wondering, hey, what, what is the project that Vanessa was talking about? Mm-hmm. We set out over a year ago to interview a uh, hundred blended families from all over the world. Yeah. And part of that process is, is we ask them questions. And one of the questions that we ask is, do you feel you're getting equipped as a blended family in the church? And unfortunately, the overwhelming response was, that they're not, and that they wanted more resources inside the church. And then even a more sensitive question on that on that survey that we asked is, you know, how do they feel as a blended family in the church? Mm-hmm. And we've got a lot of answers that really provided opportunity for churches to minister to the, this group of people. Yeah. Absolutely. You know, one of the statistics that we learned about is that about 40, 40% of the people in your congregation are more than likely a blended family. Um, we really don't know the statistic of what the divorce rate is inside of the church versus outside of the church. Mm-hmm. Um, but if 40%, if the statistic is around 40%, um, Uh, of people in your church that are a blended family, you know, we do need to provide more resources and more Mm. opportunities for, um, for people who are in this type of, um, situation, just, you know, biblical foundations and encouragement. One of the overarching themes that we found is that a lot of blended families don't feel like they don't have a place inside of church. There's a lot of ambiguity. There's a lot of shame. Um, it's very transitional for blended families. They just don't know where they belong. And for example, we have a good friend who, you know, she was like, whenever they were looking for a life group, her response was, well, we didn't feel like we could be in the normal um, life group because of, mm-hmm. because we are a blended family and we face different situations and different 
different things go on. She was like, but I also didn't, when we first got married, she didn't have children of her own. Yeah. So she didn't feel like she could really be a part of any parent groups or mom groups because she was like, I'm a stepmom, but I'm not a mom because I don't have children of my own. Mm. Um, and just really didn't feel like she had a place inside of her own church. But one thing that we've also discovered when talking with pastors is that um, a lot of pastors just don't have knowledge or they haven't experienced, you know, they haven't been a part of a step family or in a blended family. Um, And so we just really want to bring light and we just want to bring encouragement um, of what, you know, what we can provide as a church to people who are walking through this. Yeah. And, you know, if you can kind of go back to the meaning of, you know, you know, why do people go to church and, and what, why is that so important? The, the community, the community that you find inside church is such a encouragement to your own faith. Yeah. And if you can imagine a blended family or a, a newly married couple that maybe has come from divorce, walking in the church and looking for that community and not not seeing it or not, you know, going to the, you know, if you can imagine going to the board of classes, like, oh, here are all the classes and not finding something that you fit into. You can see that there is such an opportunity for the church to minister to this group. Mm -hmm. And and I want to go back to, you know, kind of the foundations of BKF. We, one of our visions and goals and, and our mission is to break the cycle of generational divorce. Yeah. The stats are not on our side. We know that second marriages end in divorce at a higher rate than first marriages. Mm-hmm. Third marriages, even more. So we are already fighting an uphill battle. And we need the church to come alongside and see this as an opportunity mm-hmm. to minister to this group. And, and we're going to get into the children here in a minute because that is another, I know a yeah. huge charge from the church is let's reach the next generation, but we have to reach the next generation where they are. Yeah. Well, and I think, you know, w- one thing that we've talked about before too, is a lot of churches, um, even with marriage ministry, yeah. you know, it's just now something that's really starting to, um, there's more awareness about yeah. it and a lot more equipping with marriages. And with that, you know, we, we also need to, um, identify the, you know, the difficulties that people who have experienced remarriage and who have walked through divorce, yeah. because it is another set of problems. Um, and you are dealing with a lot of, um, past issues, especially with an ex-spouse or if you have children involved as well. Um, but you know, a part of our ministry is we want to help. We want to be that missing puzzle piece. We want to be, um, be that key that can help churches help equip blended families. And we believe that the book that we are writing right now, the curriculum that we're going to be providing, you know, Mm -hmm. our heart is to have something for pre-marriage, marriage, marriage, teenagers, and children, because right now there is nothing out there that is equipping the next generation. But we have to start with marriages and then, you know, and as we are supporting marriages, we can also we also need to be there as a church to support people who are in the church that are walking through divorce. Yeah. You know, and there are classes such as divorce care. There are singles classes. Um, but, you know, one of the things that we found out from the Blended Kingdom Project, the overarching theme is that churches do not have resources to equip blended families and people are they're desperately seeking and searching for that. 
Yeah, and if you're listening to this and maybe you're a pastor and you're thinking, you know, we don't, there's no doubt that you love these people. Absolutely. It, we're not, I don't think that is in question. We, we know we love people mm-hmm. and the church loves people. Mm-hmm. It's about what are they fed and maybe what are their problems as they walk in the door mm-hmm. and how can we address those? Um, I, I'm just thinking in my head, you know, I, I've been in situations in the church or been in situations of the pastors and we know people who are walking through divorce mm-hmm. and, and we always want to put our arms around them and go, man, you know, let me pray for you. As they move through that process and as they move into maybe getting married again, mm-hmm. understand that there's a whole nother uh, group of problems that arise mm-hmm. and they're hopeful that their marriage will be successful. Yeah. They're hopeful that, you know, people will accept them. The one thing that I'm confident of is that Jesus accepts them and he loves them. And mm-hmm. if asked for forgiveness, I mean, we know that divorce is a sin and we know that God hates divorce, but he loves divorced people. Mm-hmm. And when they, when that person comes and asks for repentance and asks for forgiveness, this is not a question if God's going to grant that. We know that that is the case, um, but a lot of times it's it's getting the acceptance of other people mm-hmm. that makes that community come together mm-hmm. and that makes their marriage more successful. Absolutely. And I think we start by just having the conversation. We start by having the conversation of like, hey, this is my family. This is what I've been through. And I think it just that in itself just brings about an awareness because a lot of people who are, you know, say in a traditional family, you know, they don't understand the problems. But, you know, when you can sit down and explain and this has happened with us several times, you know, Scott, we'll sit down and we'll tell people the complexity of our blended family. And they're like, wow, you know, you you know, and and it's almost um, and for them, you know, it's like, thank you for sharing that. Like, you know, absolutely. You know, that those aren't problems that they, that they experience in their yeah. marriage. Um, but one thing that we want to also, you know, talk about is, you know, as the church body, you know, not just equipping the marriages, but it's again, like you said earlier, Scott, it's about reaching the next generation and, you mm-hmm. know, the enemy, and we've said this before in previous podcasts, the enemy hates marriage he does not like family. Um, so he's going to seek to attack you as an individual. He's going to seek to attack your marriage and he's going to seek to attack the family. And I just want to explain this in scripture here really quick, you guys. And I'm going to be reading from Genesis, um, specifically Genesis 3.15. And so, you know, why is family so important to Satan? Well, here in Genesis 3.15, and mind you, this is the first prophecy here in the Bible. And it says, um, It says, we learn that God will use the seed of mankind to bruise Satan in battle. And it says, I will put enmity between you and the woman and between your offspring and her offspring. He shall bruise your head and you shall bruise his heel. Um, And this is also, you know, the spiritual battle right here is saying that it will be waged with the offspring. And um, this is one reason why God also issued the command in Genesis. It's in Genesis 1:28, and it says, be fruitful and multiply and fill the earth and subdue it. Mm-hmm. He wants to destroy us, not, o- not only as an individual, not only our marriages, but he wants to destroy the family even more because the family, mm-hmm. um, I believe it was Tony Evans that said it. He said, whoever controls the family controls the future. And if Satan can get to our children, if Satan can, you know, if he can, if that generational curse that he started with your great grandparents, your parents, or, you know, 
whoever yeah. in your family, and he can continue to get to the next generation before you can, because that's his tactic. His tactic is to reach your children before you have time to shape and mold, discipline mm -hmm. and steward and guide them. He wants to attack them. He wants to get to them. He wants to attack their identity. Um, and ultimately, if he can get to them and to the next generations and our legacies, then yeah. that's his, it's to attack the future. Well, and again, that's why you see these generational cycles of divorce mm -hmm. in this generational cycle of the devaluation of marriage. Yeah. Um, speaking to that, and, and again, I, I can't even count the number of pastors that I've talked to that, that have said, you know, a big part of the mission of the church is to reach the next generation. Great mission, great vision of that. I mean, yeah. it is absolutely important. But here is my question, and we've said this a lot of times in, in, in Blended families is not just the marriage. Mm -hmm. It is a huge weight on children. Mm -hmm. I think of those kids, and, and you may have this in your, in your church, those kids that come to Wednesday night service, those kids that come to your Sunday morning you know, Bible class, and they may come and they're there one week, and you may not see them the next week, mm -hmm. and then you see them the next week. There's a reason for that. There's a reason because that child is bouncing from home to home to home. Mm -hmm. The battles that are waging inside them is tremendous. The psychological battles, the mm -hmm. emotional battles, the spiritual battles that that child is feeling is, is very, very tough. Yeah. If they're not talking about this to the main congregation, they're definitely not talking about it to the kids. Yeah. And so what if anything can be done in terms of resources that reaches out to these children and, and gives them some biblical explanation, mm -hmm. explains, you know, that I understand that you're battling, you know, because your two parents are trying to compete for your love and attention. Mm. I understand that you're trying to prove that you are good enough for your father or good enough for your mother. I understand that sometimes when you go to, uh, you know, your friends and they're saying, I have a birthday party. Can you be here? I can't because I'm over here. That is the doorway which Satan comes in and says, I've got a better answer. That is what the next generation is experiencing. Every day is they're experiencing who loves me today and who do I have to love tomorrow? And that's how they get through. Mm -hmm. So youth pastors, pastors, parents, those are the kids that you're interacting with. They didn't do it. They didn't cause it. But nevertheless, the weight is landed on them, and that's what they're experiencing. Yeah, and I, you know, I think the overall encouragement here is, you know, we just want to bring an awareness of, yeah. you know, if this, if if our children are experiencing this, um, you know, what can we do? Yeah. To help prevent, what can we do to help them? How can we help them walk? out this process? How can we be that Shiloh and that safe 
haven in that place? How can we be the place that they run to and not away from? Yeah. Um, and receive encouragement and just, you know, a place where they can be like, hey, my parents are getting a divorce or, yeah. I, you know, I'm going through this. Like, this is what I'm experiencing. Yeah. And just to know that they have someone that they can go to, um, mm-hmm. you know, to pray with them, to um, maybe it's just they just need to vent. Maybe they just need to cry. Maybe they just yeah. need, um, like I said, a safe place to go to. And so, mm-hmm. you know, you know, a part of like I said earlier, a part of our ministry is we really want to be we want to be that puzzle piece for the church and for blended families that says, hey, here is a resource um, that you can give for your marriage, that you can give your teenagers, that you can give your children, mm-hmm. put it inside of your church or in your community group. You know, if you have a life group and say, hey, like we're in this together, let's walk through this together with Jesus. Because at the end of the day, you guys, you, we can listen to all the podcasts we want. We can read all the blogs we want. We can look at all the social media we want. But if we're not in the word of God and if we're not in community and if we are not um, uplifting and encouraging one another, you know, the enemy's really good about, you know, he'll single people, he'll single you out. He wants you yeah. to be in isolation. So, you know, how can we do this together as a church body inside the four walls, outside the four walls? How can we as the church body um, be better at this and um, and be an encouragement, you know, and for pastors and for counselors, people who mm-hmm. who don't um who don't understand this, who have not walked through this. You know, we want to be able to support you. We want to be able to be that voice that says, hey, we have walked through this. You know, we want to walk alongside you and walk alongside the people in your congregation and help you equip them, help you support them. And this is how you do it. Yeah, I, I, I want to add, you know, again, we're not trying to you know, put this out as saying, hey, the church is not doing this or, you know, they could they should do this. That, that's not what we're saying. We know pastors have a tremendous amount on their plate. Yeah. What we're saying is, is there's an opportunity to reach people at a very personal level that is sitting right in front of you. Mm-hmm. Um, and we, we've kind of covered the concept. You know, again, we as a church, we don't like divorce. We don't like what it does to people. Mm-hmm. We don't like what it does to marriages, but God and us still love divorced people. And we want to honor Mm -hmm. remarriage. We want to honor those who are trying to make a commitment, trying to do it God's way. Mm -hmm. We want to honor that and we want to encourage that. So there is opportunity, pastors, members of churches that if you're out there and you and you know that these people are you know among you they're sitting beside you mm-hmm. you know it, it's okay not to first of all it's okay not to understand it all yeah you know if you're you know a traditional nuclear family and you see a family that's got you know seven kids and you're like wow how did you have all these kids and how long have you been married well we married two years okay that, that math doesn't work so let me try to understand it a little bit more. Yeah. So, okay, okay, you guys obviously are a blended family, so tell me about it. Mm-hmm. You know, it's okay that you don't understand. It's okay to ask questions. Mm-hmm. Um, it's okay to invite them to be part of your community. Pastors, you know, if you're, if you're teaching about marriage, understand that that's also including remarriage. Mm-hmm. People who are still married, you know, that, that want feeding and equipping, but they may have some unique challenges. Yeah. Um, so these are opportunities and I think people, you know, when they go and they're trying to become involved in their church, they just want a nugget that says, oh, that's for me. Mm-hmm. I don't know how many times we've been in church 
and the pastor has said something and we're like, oh my gosh, they're talking to me. Yes. They're, that, that was meant for me. Mm-hmm. I even saw them look at me. Um, that's what blended families desire mm-hmm. is they want to go and feel like, oh my gosh, somebody understands me mm-hmm. and, and God sees me right where I'm at yeah. and, and, and he accepts me and he loves me. Um, so that's, that's what we're trying to say as, as members of, you know, pastors of churches, members of churches, mm-hmm. plenty of families are there. They, they want to be accepted. They want to be loved. They don't want to feel shame. They don't want to feel mm-hmm. um, that they're not accepted. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think more than more than anything, what we've learned from doing the Blended Kingdom Project and speaking to over 55 couples um, from all over the world is that people just want to be in community and they don't have that. Um, We were just talking to a couple on Monday of this week and they were like, we're so sorry. We're talking your ear off. We just don't have any friends. We don't have anybody else who is experiencing this. And so, you know, um, like Scott said, if you're listening to this and you're not a blended family, you know, my encouragement would be, um, you know, when you do encounter one just love on them, Mm. ask them questions, um, invite them over to dinner. There's something about sitting across the table, breaking bread and having dinner with one another. Um, you know, but, um, but again, you guys, this is just something that the Lord laid on our hearts and we just wanted to, um, again, Mm. it's, it's not to chastise the church or anything like that. You know, there are a lot of churches that are equipping blended families, but we need more. There Mm. needs to be more and more resource, more resources. And so, um, like I said, we, we just want to bring awareness to this and, you know, again, let you know of our book that's going to be coming out mm-hmm. in um, the spring. We believe it's around February. Mm-hmm. So we're super excited about that. And if you have any questions or you want more mm-hmm. resources, you can go to our website at blendingkingdomfamilies.com. Yeah, guys, we hope you've enjoyed this. It's been, again, it's really a heavy topic on our hearts. Uh, we prayed a lot over this, uh, this time together. So we hope that this message has been received. Uh, pastors, we love you. Churches, we love you. Mm-hmm. Um, and we want to help and encourage you. Um, so we hope that this has helped. And again, um, we're excited to continue to bring resources to blended families uh, and to churches and to pastors. So guys, thank you all so much for joining in with us. Hope you guys have a wonderful, wonderful day. Be blessed in all that you do. Hey guys, so glad you were here with us today and I hope you enjoyed today's episode. And you can find more resources from Blended Kingdom Families at blendedkingdomfamilies.com. Join us again next time as we hang out with more amazing podcast guests. And remember, nothing will be impossible with God.